you a fool for this one. Oh Lord, Jensen made another one. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? What's going on? Juice Box Podcast. I know, I know, I know it's been a little minute before I did an episode. But listen, you get what I'm saying? It is Pisces season. All right, it is Pisces season and Pisces season has been going amazing. I'm a Pisces. Okay, birthday, March 3rd. Happy birthday to me. Thank you to anybody that showed me love on my birthday. You get what I'm saying? I definitely, definitely appreciate you. All right, and y'all hear in the background, all the good things have been doing Pisces season. Biggie Day, you get what I'm saying? What's your favorite Biggie song? And more importantly, how has your year been going thus far? Okay, I hope you are getting toward a couple of your goals. I hope all good things are happening to you. And if some shitty things are happening to you, I am sorry to hear that. And I just wanted to share some of this positive energy that I'm feeling with you. All right. So, look, let me shout out my sponsors really quick. I cannot forget Kayla Fox House of Beauty. Not going to change. Okay, make sure you go and check her out on Instagram. Pound sign Kayla Fox House of Beauty. Okay. Also, my man Chef Keem, owner of the Dinner Club. Make sure you check him out at what is it? At Chef Keem. Yes, at Chef Keem on Instagram. Okay. Food is just amazing. Private and event catering. Okay. Also, OIABrand.com. Make sure you go ahead and check that out. Um, use that use the promo code Juice and you will get free shipping. All right. I wore my OIA jacket this weekend. It just it was great. I got a lot of compliments on it. So make sure you go ahead and check it out. All right. So it has been, of course, still a lot going on in 2019. All right. Even though Pisces season really gets the year started. I said it. <clears throat> I said it. We really get the year going. All right. It's just uh, we we bring that energy, you know. Taxes come in. People got their tax money. They waiting for it. People got new shit. Good birthdays. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. March Madness is almost here. <clears throat> but, all right. A couple of crazy things. Antonio Brown is no longer... You know, he's no longer a Pittsburgh Steeler. I'm not going to say I was sad about it because I'm not. But Antonio Brown is officially an Oakland Raider. Okay. And I think he's going to fit right in in L.A. with that blonde mustache and um, Cheetos he got on his head. What is going on with you, Antonio? I don't, I don't like it. I, don't, I couldn't. I was watching the shop. With uh, with the episode with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Meek Mill, who wasn't really saying too much, but Antonio Brown, I couldn't take his ass seriously with that blonde mustache. I just, I just needed to know the thought process that brought him to the conclusion that he should do his hair like that. I'm, I'm, I'm I just ain't feeling it. But congratulations to him. He definitely seemed like he was unhappy in Pittsburgh. Who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? All right. Also, Jesse Smollett. This fucking Jesse Smollett situation. So he's been indicted on 16 counts, right? Originally, it was one felony count of disorderly conduct for filing a false police report. Now, it 
it it sounds bad, right? Of course, 16 counts, indictment, you're going to jail. And if you've never been, you know, arrested or had any type of interaction with the police, then any type of all of those words are bad. Okay, but if you look at the indictment, it seems like all other charges seem to be the same. They're filing a false police report charges, right? So I don't know. I don't know about that because now I'm confused. I am generally confused in the, about this Jesse Smollett situation because, okay, first they said that he had hired the he had paid the money to um to I don't know paid them money to do it he had apparently given them money to whoop his ass or act like they was gonna whoop his ass and somehow the police found out about it but then there was stories going around saying that the money was for him being trained by them because they are trainers okay uh, this has Lee Daniels. I, I feel like Lee Daniels just got more to do with this than what he's admitting to. I, I don't know. I just think that he might have gave Jesse the idea because there's pictures of Lee Daniels with the guys who they said did it, not with Jesse. I think that Jesse probably went. Now, another rumor is that Jesse did this because he wants more money from Empire, which is more stupid to me. Because Empire is on the way out. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. Now, if you are watching Empire, like you are a fan of it, good for you. But I ain't. And I don't know too many people who stay updated on Empire. I stopped watching it when Terrence Howard or Lucius just started getting all confused and being all nice to everybody. And I didn't think that was bad writing. I just, it was weird. It was just weird to think that he had forgotten everything and just was like going around trying to fix things and apologizing. And then I don't know. It was it, it just confuses me. And I only watched the show for uh, Taraji and to see her as Cookie. And it, I need more Cookie. Okay. No, I don't want to spin off. But apparently Jesse felt like he wanted more money. Maybe the show got put on for more episodes or whatever. Mean seasons, and they think that that might be why he set this up to gain some type of um, sympathy from people on social media and all across the world, and that it was going to, you know, push these people to get his get him the contract that he wanted. I'm gonna call it the Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I said it. But if it's not true, and I don't know if it's true or not now. I don't know what to believe with the Jesse Smeller situation. And now it looks like I doubt he goes to jail for maybe if he does. I think the harshest thing they'll do to him would be 30 days in jail. And even then, I think if he actually get jail time, you'll hear more people. Oh, my God, they done locked him up for for just filing a false police report. And da 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 da. Well, people actually you we gave the rope to the system in this situation. Nobody really gave Jesse a, a, a chance to really change, not to change his story, but to, you know, give the details of what was going on. Now, maybe originally, when he first started talking about it, I think he did that interview, you know, but it was still an investigation. But as to this back and forth between the media about whether he already knew them and whether he paid them to train him or not, you know, he's been pretty silent about it. 
And I, I definitely, I mean, I hope he realized how stupid it was. I hope Lee Daniels, I hope Lee Daniels gets found out if he has something to do with it. Because, I mean, regardless of anything, this is going to leave a stain on Jussie's career. And they said Terrence Howard cussed him out. And I believe it because Terrence probably like, damn, now we all in this mess. Because you just couldn't ask a nigga for more money. Doesn't it just it just doesn't make any sense to me? All right. So another thing, B2K has been back. I know uh, if you have social media, you've been seeing uh, some of their videos from their opening nights, and it looks like they got it together. It looks like a good time at a B2K Millennium tour, don't it? Now I've opted out of going myself. Now I used to love B2K. I did. I, I liked Mario. Mario was uh, from Baltimore and uh, allegedly, I don't know. I, there's people who say that he was and I didn't personally see it with my own eyes. All I knew was that he was filming. He was saying that at the time we first came out and he was he filmed that Just a Friend video right on York Road, not too far from at the center of the theater, not too far from my father's karate school. And it just being a big deal and all over the radio. So Mario, I was a fan of him. And uh, pretty much that era. I think everybody was R&B. And you know, also, that era of music taught me that I did like girls. Because I would be singing some of those lyrics. And then one day, I think I just looked up and I was like, now, Camille, are you singing? Because I knew I wasn't singing to Lil Fizz. I knew that. And when I would sing the words, you know, I'm going to be the one. I'd be thinking about girls and I'd be like singing as if I'm singing to a girl. And then I was like, <laughs> I didn't take the lyrics well for me. Like some of my peers, they would be like listening to the songs and be like, oh, J-Bug is talking to me. I was using them like in my head to daydream about me singing to girls that I like. You know, so then when I saw the ticket prices, it wasn't worth it, you know? Not for me. Not for me at this point in my lesbian life. It's not really worth it. I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to holler. When I went to the Scream Tour, and I've been to two um, Scream Tour concerts, and I didn't do anything. That was another thing that really made me say that I was gay. Because I was like, I really like the music, but now that they're here, like, right and like, in front of me, I just, not to say I don't care, but I'm here jamming. You know, I think Lil Fizz did like a little shirt pull up. He, if you've ever been to a screen tour, he does like this little thing that where he lifts his shirt up and he never took his shirt off like everybody else. Red, I feel like Raz B always had his nipples out, him and Omarion. And Lil Fizz lifted his shirt up and I just remember being like, mm. but he had pretty hair though. He was the most, <laughs> I think all like, I think all Dykes was like liking Lil Fizz because he was one to look most like a girl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but good for B2K. I see Pretty Ricky. It, it just would be weird for me. It just would be weird. I told you, Raz B, he made them allegations. I don't know. I can't believe it. So, but if you're going, please have a good time. Don't throw your panties on the stage. And don't end up at home with one of the dudes from Pretty Ricky. All right? Please don't. Please. Do better. Go for Mario. All right? Your boy, LeBron. What is What is going on? What is going on in L.A.? What is going on in L.A.? So, LeBron, 
it has been a, a Laker for all of about a season, and it has not been a great ride. Some, I'm going to say few, predicted this, but a lot of people were optimistic about LeBron going to L.A. Now, in my opinion, LeBron going to L.A. was all about the what he wants to do in media. He you know, wants to have the movies. He's supposed to be in the Space Jam. Um, he's doing the shop. He's supposed to be co-writing a couple of other series. Um, he's helping Lena Waithe out here. Everybody and their mother knows that he helps to change with his album. I listened to the album. I listened to Two Chains album. And it, I just, it, I don't remember it. <laughs> I remember listening to the album. And I just remember that it just, for the anticipation of it, and not to say it was a huge buildup, but for it was like, oh, LeBron was there with me. And, you know, the the pre- the previews of it was like everybody in the studio acting like it was going to be fire. And I ain't like nothing about it. I didn't like nothing about the Two Chains album. I'm sorry. Ariana Grande album is better than goddamn Two Chains album. I think a lot of people would agree, of course, Offset's album is better than Two Chains album. I'm sorry, the baby's album might be better than Two Chains album. But you know who whose album wasn't better than Two Chains album? Solange. Solange, baby. I don't know what you need to, I don't know if you should be mad at your weed man or what. Because it was drowning me out. I gave Solange's album a good listen to, you know, one early morning before I went to work. And uh, you know when you wake up early and you can't go back to sleep. I said, let me listen to Solange's album. It put me back to sleep. I was damn that late for work because I was just drowned out. I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't really follow it. Um, I think it was one song on that dream. Maybe I got it wrong. I'm not sure. But the, the album was just not that good. But I like Solange, and I'm glad she just has a, a new project. But back to your boy, LeBron. Now, LeBron has been planning, in my opinion, his trip to L.A. for a couple of years. Um, while he was in Cleveland, if you saw the, you know, free up some cap space, he brought Larry Nance and Jordan Clarkson over to the Cavaliers. Now, in my opinion, that was bad for the Lakers because they had a good young team. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Larry Nance, Jordan. I mean, it was a great lineup that I think by now would be definitely be in the playoffs. If they would have been able to stick together, play together, then they would have been able to be in the playoffs this season, in my opinion. But now we live in a dick-eating era where niggas choose dick-eating over good business decisions. And LeBron is a great, I respect him as an African-American businessman, him always projecting positivity, him always projecting ownership, you know, to young black youth, him investing in youth, period. But as far as him as a basketball player, I don't like the way he, I don't like the way he does things. I don't because I know people hate when you bring up um, Michael Jordan or Kobe in these situations, but yes, Michael Jordan did, did have more rings and was accomplishing more as a basketball player than LeBron at that time. Kobe was more of a winner and more of a leader at that time than what LeBron is right now when he doesn't seem to have anything wrong with him. And Kobe, you know, he went through a lot of injuries. Michael left, came back, and, you know, and still got right back in it. 
So now with LeBron, there is that pressure there to succeed or at least get um, the Lakers one championship ring. And we don't know if that's going to happen. Now, it seems that LeBron, like I said, his premier focus has been on what he wants to do in uh, movies and television. And he, in my opinion, not has forgotten that he's a basketball player, but I don't think he really cares for it too much anymore. I think, and, and the big difference in it has been when you see Jordan give his all, you know they're going to win the game. Period. You had, But when LeBron gives his all, you get a triple-double and you get his stats going up, but the, they don't win. Okay, the Lakers are not doing too good. They are seven games back of the AFC. Um, and LeBron James, remember, signed a four-year deal, all right, with them. And Jeff Van Gundy was went live and said he think that the Lakers should trade LeBron. And LeBron, I, I I wouldn't feel sorry for him on the strength of he he destroyed that team, the Lakers team, not by him coming on the team, but by him kind of trying to push this narrative that they didn't need the players that they already had. Ain't nothing wrong with Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is I. Right. Now, unfortunately, um, I think it said Brandon Ingram, he's suffering from DVT right now, which is bad. It could be extremely painful. It could create blood clots. could kill you. But, I mean, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a, he, I don't know. I think Brandon Ingram and, and Kyle, I think they're all kind of not wanting to give their 100% because, one, when you give your 100% with, and they're young, and that's understandable for them to be that age and think like this, that if they give their 100%, LeBron going to get the credit anyway. And it hasn't even seemed like LeBron wants them in L.A. So, you know, I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen this season with LeBron and the Lakers, but hopefully things change um, next season for them. I don't know if they're going to fire Luke Walton. Everybody's saying that possibly might be the issue there. So, this nigga R. Kelly. This nigga, R. Kelly, he has gone, he made it worse, didn't he? Did he make it worse? You're right. He made it worse. He had made it worse. I mean, because in the sick world that we live in today, he was getting some type of support. People were like, oh, man, them girls wanted to be with them. Oh, the parents sold them off. And then R. Kelly, you know, he was, it was cool. He was quiet, you know, just kind of ducking and dodging. And then he decides to do, the interview with Gail. Now, he got locked up, right? And he gets locked up, and then he gets bailed out. Now, he was he need, it was $100,000 that he needed to pay for his bail to get out. And everybody, of course, was like, you know, well, why doesn't he have the money? He poor. You saw a couple people, supporters of his, saying, well, you know, people saying, you are Kelly in this Lifetime series. It ain't going to stop the money. It, it, it did. I think his money was stopped a long time ago. I mean, uh, an artist of his caliber should not still be doing performances. Usher ain't got to perform. You got wrote, got songs with Michael Jackson, and you still got to perform. No, that's not that's not good. That's no bueno. So I think that, and on top of that, having multiple homes and trying to keep up with his lifestyle, it was it was it was kicking his butt. It was definitely definitely kicking his butt and. 
now he had, he had the hundred thousand dollar bail, and a daycare owner actually paid the bail for him, and now her whole lifestyle is in jeopardy. They ripped her apart on Yelp to the point where they shut the site down for negative comments. Um, her Facebook page, she had bomb threats to her establishment. People not playing. Yesterday, it was, what was it? Yesterday we went out and my friend had a date with him. And the girl, she met us, you know, where we were going. And when she pulled up in the parking lot, she was playing R. Kelly, Sex Me, to the highest degree. Now, because of my love for Cardi B, I cannot speak down on how I feel about this Please Me song right now. And that is an R. Kelly song, but we ain't going to talk about it. But she, the girl, pulls up playing R. Kelly Sex Me, and people were actually walking by her looking like, what are you doing? And she was supposed to be winning me over to, you know, kind of get my approval of dating my friend. And I, I couldn't fuck with her after that. That's like, girl, why? Even if you like him, it was just completely unnecessary. So he goes now, he does an interview with Gail, and he completely, I don't think he lost it. I just think he he goes back and forth between how he feels, how serious the situation is or not. Like, every question that Gail asked him, it was like, all right, he was answering it kind of cool, but then it was like making him mad to think about he was even in the situation. And I'm glad all the memes pretty much said it, because he wanted to say so bad, I gave you niggas, I believe I can fly, and this is how you do me? I gave you niggas, feeling on your booty, stepping in the name of love. Stepping in the name of love. Now, for me, that was a hard one to let go. But his lawyer from his previous case even said himself that while he was um, working with R. Kelly, that R. Kelly wrote Ignition and that uh, Ignition was originally about a driving school instructor that was in high school and that he wanted R. Kelly wanted to pursue her. And the lawyer told him to change the lyrics because it would make it worse. And. I don't think R. Kelly, I think that, I think he's just had so much power for so long. He's just kind of a little surprised, sadly. I think he, I genuinely do think that he is surprised by the effect that people are, you know, actually not believing what he's saying, that, you know, people are not necessarily attacking him. But nowadays, I guess through social media, you can feel attacked by people constantly adding you saying, you know, you did this, you did that. And he's not even in a situation where it's a guilty until proven innocent. These tapes are flying like gangbusters. Just today, another person came forward saying that there's a tape of R. Kelly abusing um, young girls. Black girls, of course. And the now I, 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 I don't know if I believe the guy in the morning, some of you might see the TMZ video where he's telling, you know, how he found the tape. He said he found the tape in, in his basement and he watched it. He thought it was a sports tape, but it also had R. Kelly's name on it. And he thought it was a concert and it ended up being R. Kelly having sex with a bunch of girls. Now, the question is going to be a bunch of times. Why didn't you come forward sooner? You know, why didn't you come forward sooner? Why aren't you saying anything? 
But I think in what's going to help him out is when he read his statement, he seemed very shooken up. I think sometimes people go into shock when they see certain things or just kind of want to put it out their mind or don't want to deal with it, especially the way the media, they, they have complete disregard for people's lives or lifestyle when they put them out there about, you know, certain situations that they're getting clicks off of. And understandably so, he might have been cautious, especially if the, he found it within these last three years. Like, oh, I don't want my face all over social media. People talk about me and everything. So the tapes are coming out, you know. <sighs> and who made the who made the club mix version to the meme? Who made the club mix version to the interview? Who did it? That was I don't know if it was that one or the Uno one that just really got me. The Uno one, the draw four one, really got got me. And shout out to Gail King, she kept her composure the entire time while R. Kelly was bluffing big time. All right. Now, Gail, I need you to talk to your girl, Oprah. Yep, I need you to talk to your girl, Oprah. I don't understand what's going on because now there's a series out. I don't know if it's a series, but Oprah did an interview with three Michael Jackson accusers. Now, the interview is gaining some traction. Uh, Canada has stopped playing some of Michael Jackson's music on the radio they have removed Simpsons from their archives, has removed the infamous Michael Jackson episode. Um, and I don't know if it's going to gain any more traction than that because a lot of people don't believe it. People are pretty pissed off at Oprah for, well, not necessarily speaking on this because Michael Jackson is dead and cannot defend himself, but for skipping out on Harvey Weinstein, her dear friend who has been accused of um, sexually assaulting numerous actresses. And I'm pretty sure Oprah probably knew about it already. I was watching the opening monologue for the Golden Globes with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and it was like 2013, 2014, and they kind of hinted towards it in their joke about him. So I think everyone kind of knew what was going on with um, Harvey Weinstein. She didn't say anything about that. I am. I want to bet money that uh, the creators of Surviving R. Kelly even approached her about putting the series on own. You know, doing the reruns, whatever. I'm pretty sure she had that opportunity to do that. And she didn't. But in this situation, where someone cannot defend themselves, one, two, when... Um, that was years ago, a bunch of evidence of him being innocent fans saying that they took advantage of the situation of him paying off someone else to make that rumor go away. You know, it was unfounded that he did anything to the child, but he still gave them money. And because he gave them money, the FBI believed that that became that created a pattern for people to exploit his love for children. And he constantly always had children over to the Netherland home. And some of these parents would have their children accuse him of sexual abuse. Now, I'm not the FBI. Now, like most Michael Jackson fans, you, you just don't want to believe it. You don't see it, you know, following his lifestyle course or whatever. You, you just don't believe the story. And of course, I guess he, it was all no evidence was founded. But when I saw that the FBI 
had did a full investigation. I'm pretty sure with every fiber in their body, they wanted to do anything they could to take Michael Jackson down. Then if they could find anything, but for a lot of the victims to come back and take their story back, it, it that was that messed up the situation and they didn't find any evidence. I think it was they did a full, he did an interview where they examined him. He had a full medical exam, you know, butt naked, and they took some samples, DNA samples for him, and they were unable to find any type of, it's just nasty to talk about. (laughs) It is. And Oprah, I didn't watch the series, but I heard that um, some of the details, basically a lot of the details that the guys that they had, that they tried to share before a couple of years ago via a documentary and they weren't able to make the documentary. And then it got to the point where they were just trying to get the story out there and Oprah picked it up. So honestly, I'm tired of hearing about all of this, these stories about sexual violence from the black male community. You know, I definitely think the media is trying to portray a lot of these um, black men as they can't control themselves around beautiful women or young children, you know, so it doesn't make any sense. But I hope you have a great, 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 great rest of your year. Definitely going to have an episode coming up in the next couple of weeks. All right. Do not forget to tell a friend about Juicebox Podcast. Hit me up. Give me all the feedback. You know what I'm saying? I definitely appreciate everybody who has been listening and tuning in and staying subscribed. Plus, these numbers is going up. All right, these numbers is going up, and I ain't even quick with the quick with the episodes. I so I definitely appreciate y'all, man. Juice Box Podcast, we out. <laughs>